Hey guys, Steve here. Somehow in this episode we discovered that Jason and I both misremembered the name of the Metallica album Load as Fuel. Mandela Effect? You decide. Quick aside, supposedly my coworker, my former coworker, is the reason that Robot Unicorn Attack had the Erasure song with it. How is that? He knew the guy that made it. The guy had it in there, and he's like, okay, I just need to find new music that I can release this game with. And he's like, no, no, just keep this one. And that's the story. I mean, that's the reason that game is popular, so he should get, like, all the royalties from that game or whatever. He well, he claimed, like, all the credit. He's like, I am the reason Robot Unicorn Attack is good. It's an interesting claim. Like, you didn't actually put the song in. You just told him not to take it out. Still, as a manager, that's a that's a, a contribution. That's a huge contribution, because, I mean, I would not have played that game if it didn't have that song attached to it. Like, I, that that's the game. The game is bad, otherwise. <laughs> it's just a, a an auto-runner that's not great. And the fact that that song is just constantly looping throughout it while you play is, like, the reason to play it. So, I want to say they made a sequel and used some other song. It's like, yep, yeah, this sucks. Not the same. Yep, everyone was everyone was very done with that game as soon as it didn't have a razor. Yeah, so, I, well, I I think a later on. patch actually said we we did it, we fixed it, we patched it in. <laughs> it's like, oh, the song is back, the game is good again. It's like, no, it's not. It's the same terrible game. <laughs> but that is such a weird, that's a weird claim to fame. That's like you can you can check it. I mean, you can fact check that and see if he's actually attached somewhere. And actually, I've been trying to fact check it. I can't. You can't. Oh, that maybe that's why he found the foolproof way of like you can't fact check this. So I'm just gonna you say probably could have ten years ago when he told me this. I don't know. It's that that is the perfect. I'm not, not gonna say crime, but that is like the perfect brag that like find one that nobody can check. Be like, I am the guy that did that. Because it's also like minor. It's not like that's like a huge claim to fame. It's a totally uncredited right. contribution. No one's going to say, and the guy who told me to keep the song in. No, they just say music by Erasure. They're not going to say and a special shout out to bill for making me keep this in it's like one day i was hanging out with stevie wonder and he's like i'm writing a song it's called superhero and i was like no man go creepy with it call it superstition he's like dude i'll try that <laughs> and that's so this one time i was at a school and i heard a guy play a song and i called my cousin marvin barry <laughs> or no listen to this yeah, that's that that's that's your role in life. And again, I, I, it's an important one, just not, you know, like saving the world important. It's like, oh, you got us that song. Good, good job. It's like I was I was friends with uh oh god, what's his name? The dude that does flagpole sitta, and he's like, I'm gonna write it, and I'm gonna write it for like a harder audience. I'm gonna call it flagpole shitta, and he's like, no, <laughs> no, dude, call it flagpole sitta. I know that's not a word, but it'll get more radio play, and you'll be more popular. And he's like, eh, I'll give it a try. And boom. Wait, is that, is it supposed to be flagpole shit? No, I don't know what I'm saying. That's what, well, well first off, I, like, you started telling us from, like, wow, you knew the guy from Flatpole Zip? <laughs> I can't even think of his name. Harvey Danger? Is that it? Okay, first off, that's the band name. There's not a person out there named Harvey Danger. I, well, I know, but I don't know what his name is. Danger's his middle name, Jason. Come on. <laughs> Harvey Danger Whipplestein. I don't know. <laughs> that's a good band name. <laughs> we are Harvey Danger Whipplestein. We only do flagpole sitta covers. Going back to the last digital strips where we talked about warning our past selves of mistakes. If I could tell past Steve, hey, I know you really like flagpole sitta. And I know you're thinking, if I like a single other song on this album half as much as I like flagpole sitta, it'll be worth the 20 bucks. 
It's not worth the 20 bucks. Every other song on that album is garbage. You are going to hate that CD for years. Your future self sucks. You're coming back to save yourself $20. I would do lots of stuff. There are lots of things I would save myself, but this is the one that came up right now in this conversation. I love that when you get back to the future, they tell you, oh, you only had one. No, you got one. It's like, what? I wasted it on Flagpole Sitta? Oh. But then I'd reach my pocket and I'd have 20 bucks and be like, eh. That's not how that works. You would have spent that like the next day at that age. I would have bought the Fastball album. I was going to say, there's no way that would have let... You probably would have spent it before you left the store. You're like, you know what? Future Self is right. That album's going to be bad. Ooh! I do love Sex and Candy. I bet the rest of that album is killer. I'm so glad that one came to my mind right then. It's like, what was a fun song that probably had a terrible album? I know. Marcy Playground. <laughs> I, I was going to suggest Chumbawamba, but I think Marcy oh, Playground good Lord. is the better If you one. bought the entire album of Chumbawamba, you, you deserve to lose your money. <laughs> I imagine. I have never heard another Chumbawamba song, but I can't imagine it's anything besides pretty much that. <laughs> but worse. Actually, from what I understand, I did not get that album, but from what I understand, that was their only song at all like that. It was a very big departure from their usual prog rock selves. So there you go. That's a disappointment. It's like when I bought Sugar Ray because uh, Fly was that the that's the name of the song. Yeah, I just want to fly, but Fly yeah. uh, was so killer. And then the the album had a much harder edge to it, and it was like this sucks. Like I just I, I literally just want to listen to Fly, and it was the first song on the album. It's like I'm just gonna put it on repeat and never listen to the rest of this album. That <sighs> go ahead, get mad at Sugar Ray. No, I'm not going to get mad at Sugar Ray. I mean, we I've just told you I bought Harvey Danger, okay? We all have CDs that <laughs> we wish we didn't have. And I was just going to lament, like, the kids today will never know that risk. Because, like, there were some times when I remember I bought, uh, it was a Dropkick Murphys album. And I was really taking a risk on it. And I ended up loving it. So, like, that, that felt like that was worth the risk. Like, I get gambling because of buying albums. The trade-off of, like, when you buy one of those albums that's going to be a soundtrack of your childhood, and you're like, oh, this is the best $20 I ever spent. And then sometimes it's not. <laughs> I remember that in college, which is right on the edge. It was right where Napster, Bear Share, all that stuff was a bigger kazaa. But I was still buying CDs, and I would go to the mall, and I would come back with friends, and I'd have bought a CD, and I would take it out of the wrapping on the way to the car, and, you know, pop it in the CD player, and we'd listen to it on the way back and listen to, like, the first four songs, and, you know... Like, man, this is a killer album. I'm so glad I got this. Or this sucks. Put something else in. <laughs> that was our, that, that was the, like you said, now it's just streaming services. So it's like, oh, I want to see what this sounds like. Oh, I like that song. I'm never going to listen to any other song besides, but yeah. yeah. Well, and people. you can try them all before you buy them and you can buy just the ones you want. So it's entirely different experience. So w- what are some of the, the albums of your childhood? What are some albums that maybe aren't the most well-known? Like for me, remember the refreshments? Yeah, the refreshments, uh, what was it? Flat and Fuzzy, Big and Buzzy, or whatever. That entire album is high school to me. The Mighty Mighty Monotones have several covers of songs off that album. So that album is Steve inside. Do you have any albums like that? First off, disclaimer, if you haven't listened to the previous episode uh, or another episode at some point where he talked about his band, the Mighty Mighty uh, Monotones, then you you might have missed out on that one. Go go look it up. Everything I listened to is mainstream. Like it was stuff I'd hear on the radio and be like, oh man, I love that. I'm going to go get the CD. And so I, I didn't like, I didn't go underground with anything. I eventually had a girlfriend who she had friends that were into harder stuff and they are different stuff that was, you know, just not everything you hear on the radio. And I, it kind of 
leaned me towards that, but I was like, eh, now I'm I'm good. Like I'm I'm talking like Weezer uh blue album at the time was like again now it's like oh yeah everybody listened to that everybody owned that everybody had like five versions of it but at the time was like that was like man i feel so like hip for listening to this <laughs> it's like this came <laughs> you out hear like that song where he ago. talks about playing D D. yeah <laughs> kitty pride man he gets me <laughs> he's totally me and my friends but yeah i i mean i have many regrets and i most of them were singles. I, I bought so many singles because I you know would be scared of getting an entire album. But uh, I I can't definitively say what my worst single was. But Gotham City by R. Kelly is definitely up there. <laughs> and that's not. This is a callback. We have talked about this on, on one of these podcasts at some point. I know. Probably. It's definitely come up because it is. It is a bad song. And it's not I'm not saying R. Kelly is the best, you know, songwriter. He's obviously a garbage person, but I believe I Can Fly is, you know, one of the my favorite songs of all time. Both the the Me First and the Gimme Gimme's ska version and not really ska, but sort of ska. Yeah, uh yeah, yeah. ska esque cover and the the original. I just love that song. So yeah, but Gotham City, not 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 a good follow up. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, see, I, I actually I missed out uh, that entire genre because I was very much into the the more. And we we've been over it. Scott Kid from Idaho. I was very busy listening to Five Iron Frenzy. I did not have time for R. Kelly at that time in my life. So, yeah, I I don't know. I guess the slower pace of life in the Midwest. R. Kelly was kind of our our jam. You couldn't keep up with the breakneck speed of life in Idaho. What do you mean <laughs> slower pace? I was I I, I Scott was not. I don't know. I didn't even oh, know Scott, Scott was, was not the, the soundtrack of of my people. Like it was literally just me. My people. I was like I had to try very hard. Like there there was a small group of people who were very into Five Iron Frenzy specifically. But that's because it was a Christian band more than because it was a ska band. But like that was where where you connected her. They're like, hey Steve, you like stuff with saxophones? Here, check this out. I'm like, ooh, I like this. Here, you guys should listen to the Aquabats. They're like, no thanks, we're good. I'm like, but the, they also have a saxophone. <laughs> Too much sax is bad for you. <laughs> they, they have too many trombones, and we all know what the Lord feels about trombones. Yeah, so I I, I missed all of hip hop. I I did not like R and B. Remember, R and B was huge in the nineties, like Boys to Men. Uh, what was who? I don't know. All those groups. I can only think of Boys to Men right now. I'm gonna say, <laughs> just, you say it's at the end of the song. Boys to Men, A B C, B B D. Mm-hmm. What? You've never listened to Motown Philly? I, I I know you just said that you'd have not really. You <laughs> I never were into just R&B. went through explaining like I was too busy listening to Scott. But that is su- that is su- uh, that is a song like everybody has heard at least once, and they say at the end of the song they say like the whole I forget what they were called. They they called their their group of groups like their stable. <laughs> you want to go wrestling terminology? <laughs> was all the different groups? It was Boys to Men, ABC, which is another bad creation. I think they were younger. And then BVD was Bell Biv DeVoe or no, BB no wait, Bell Biv DeVoe BBD Bell Biv DeVoe was another R and B group. I, 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 I was big into all those. Are. I I uh, actually I remember one of the CDs I about wore out was In Vogue. Actually no no that might have been a cassette. That might have actually been early enough to be a cassette. I don't know. But In Vogue, uh, uh, never gonna get it was oh my god that was my jam. Didn't help. Didn't hurt that the ladies were fine. 
I, I distinctly remember having a conversation with one of my friends. He's like, I'm going to buy this because this lady's hot. I'm like, that's a stupid reason to buy a CD because the lady in the cover art's attractive. Uh, it, it's stupid, yes, but also, you know, having attractive yet, ladies on your wall that you can make use of uh, is is dumb looking back on it. But I mean, every boy had it. So, well, everybody wanted to yeah. have it. I don't know if you actually did. One ca- oh, Mariah Carey. It's so weird that I was into Mariah Carey. I, I still like her music and I, I really love the older stuff. But like when she took the turn from, you know, kind of girl next door, obviously gorgeous, but still like girl next door, like kind of sweet songs and everything to like hussy and oh my God, boobs falling out and shorty shorts. And it was like, and hanging out with rappers. And I was like, now I'm kind of done with her now. And it was like, it was like she betrayed me. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. <laughs> Mariah got... She's no longer waifu material. <laughs> sure. <laughs> say she's a waifu. Uh, yeah. She she definitely, going back to a previous conversation, or again, depending on when this episode comes out, uh, coming conversation, uh, talking about people that were out of your league. I am oldie. I can rearrange the things. That's true. Oh, God. Now you're referencing comic stuff. Now they have to look up that episode. Just I'm going to skip that part. I'm going to cut that part out. Get over it. We need visual Marvel notes like footnotes of true believer go back and read episode listen to episode 67 if you want to know what the hell they're talking about (laughs) no one cares that much that's good that's good we we shouldn't either so bad music choices we've talked about them before there's so many i know i've mentioned listening to hillary duff and (laughs) i know you'll still laugh at it and you should but yeah 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 that's one that's all right um um my favorite Metallica album is Fuel. So, you know what? Oh, no. All... Oh. I know. Like, I, I still, I, like, I acknowledge that it's bad. And, like, there are songs not on Fuel that I like way more. But when I think Metallica, I think Fuel. I That's... had, so, quick story about Fuel. I, that album came out <laughs> when, uh, give me Fuel, give me Fire, that, give me That Which I Desire. Ugh. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that Which album is a great intro to any song. I'm it sorry. Is. Oh, no, I like no, I, I, I like parts of it, but it's, it's the, the drums. The drums are just infuriating now when I listen to it. It's a, that sound is, I forget what it's, the snare or something like it, it's Something about it. Is, it's so sharp. It sounds so annoying. Like I want to punch Lars Ulrich in the face. That album came out when I was doing my senior show in college and working late nights. I had a little CD player that I bought at the Walmart and I would put a CD and listen to it while I worked. And that was one of them. And I was listening to it. And one of my professors at the time, who was also from Kansas, funny enough. Um, so we kind of bonded over that. She actually said one time to me. So I hear the, the music you're listening to. That's awesome. I'm glad you're, you know, keeping yourself busy while you're working. That's great. Um, Metallica. And I'm just like, I, I mean, I don't like it that much, but I don't like it all Metallica, but I like this album and I like listening. And she's like, have you ever heard of Motorhead? <laughs> and I was like, I think I've heard of them, but I never heard their stuff. And she's like, you should look them up. I think you might like that. And I remember telling uh, a buddy of mine who I've talked about many times, the same buddy uh, that I had knew in college. No, still, but uh, I told him about it because he liked some harder metal and stuff. And I I told him about that, and he was just like, Oh my god, I want to marry that woman. (laughs) I was like, Just because she referenced Motorhead, Motorhead, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a middle aged woman who's into Motorhead. And I I never actually did, I never got an album, and I never like listened to it there. I it was all wait, so you you still haven't been introduced to the Ace of Spades? I mean, no, I've heard it now, I've seen wrestling. Thank you very much. I know who Triple H is. (laughs) 
I know he's a good friend, Lemmy. <laughs> so Lemmy dead. Away, right? Lemmy's dead, right? Yeah. 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 Lemmy just passed away a couple years ago. Pretty sure. I thought we both came to that at the same time. Wait a minute. He's dead. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Motorhead. I'm gonna go check out their new stuff. Oh wait. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. It's yeah. gonna have to be greatest hits. But yeah, that was. That was my my uh, short story about Metallica fuel. <laughs> yeah, Saint Anger. Oh, that's it, it's it just in the in the discography. It's just one of their worst albums. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone has decided to say that, but you know, at the time, it was new. I liked new. I liked Metallica. I I didn't wasn't super exposed to them. So like you know, just knowing, I knew. Uh, Sandman, of course, and Nothing Else Matters for some reason. That was big in my friend group. People really liked Nothing Else Matters. They were both off the same album. That was like, that's like a... their most popular album. It's also very good, yeah, one, yeah. but I think that's all off the same one. So yeah, oh, that, yeah, that makes sense. But then that one came out and I was, I, you know, I didn't really like heavy metal as much as I liked like more new age stuff. Not new age, definitely not new age, but new stuff of that time. So like Green Day and uh, Pants and names I can't think of right now. So that one came out. And I'm like, ooh, this is great. And everyone else is like, boo. I'm like, but I, I, I feel unforgiven too. Whiskey in the jar, guys. Whiskey in the jar. <laughs> Sad Idaho kid says, whiskey in the jar, guys. Everyone laughs. I, and then I'm like, fine. I'm going to go back and listen to the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Wait, that gives me a band name idea. <laughs> And the rest, as they say, is history. Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Ziggler. Ziggler.